Hello, and welcome to our podcast. Each of us has interviewed someone who completed high school years ago and asked them to tell us about their high school experience. In this discussion, we will be talking about the ways that the high school students' experience has changed over the years and exploring whether things have improved or gotten worse. Now, let's all go around and talk about what we learned from our interviews. When did the people that you interviewed go to high school? The one that I interviewed was my mother, who graduated high school in 1985. Um, the one I interviewed went to high school, like, literally after that, actually, like, in the 2000s. So, like, around 2000. Well, actually, it depends, because they went to high school around 2004-ish, and they actually graduated around 2008. So, that's actually a little later than that. Yeah, mine was around the same. I think it was, or the same with Elias. Mine, my dad went to high school in 1985, I think, when I was in high school, but I don't know. Um, and my interviewee, my father, went to high school, well, graduated from high school in 1988 in Kenya. Okay, but yeah, interviewed, you interviewed your father, right? Like, yeah, I'll interview a parent. But well, I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to interview dad but then the person who was going to interview got covid and got really sick so i can uh, no i actually chose i actually interviewed somebody that i believe will be a better candidate because not only did they go to school back then they also they also work with high school students today so you know it was it, it was a better comparison between both of them like between both their experiences, because they have experience in both areas of the early days and today. Okay, great. Um, what were uh, awesome, What were some of the differences you noticed between your high school experience and the high school experience of the person you interviewed? So I guess I'll go. Um, my dad said. It was definitely less academically focused. Like when he was in high school, there was a lot more, uh, I guess, social aspect to it. Whereas now it's just gotten more and more competitive to due to colleges, GPAs keep like GPA requirements and SAT. But he also mentioned how he's a teacher. So he basically went straight from high school to being a teacher. So he's seen the changes in high school and he said it's basically just doing the students creativity more and more throughout the years because it's harder with creativity when you just keep pushing curriculum for students so your dad your dad went straight from high school to a teacher what did he teach high school students too yeah he yeah, he did some pro. He didn't go straight. He had to go to college, but I think he only went for three years because he did some program. But he basically went straight to high school, and then actually I think it was a little later because he did take another job. But it was really close. He started teaching when he was young. He hasn't stopped in a while. Damn, there's like a lot of people today that will like not want to go to school after they finish. Like they like I hear a lot of people saying. They don't want to go to straight back to school as soon as they just finished it. Which are you saying, like, as soon as you finish college, going into 
Yeah, because college is still part of school. I mean, you still have responsibilities. You still go to learn and research, depending on what you major in. Um, well, sorry to cut you off, but a question I asked my dad during the interview was that what, what is something he liked and disliked about going to um, high school in Nairobi, Kenya? And he said something that he really did like was the culture and how safe he felt compared to the issues nowadays that well, high schoolers face, like something that he wouldn't really have worried about was like a school shooting for example, as well as drugs being handed out at school. He wasn't really worried about that, but compared to now. And something he said he did like, well, he didn't like, well, never mind. Something uh, he said he didn't like was how competitive it was in his high school because mostly, well, it was an international high school. So everyone was there. Everyone there was extremely competitive and trying to make it to the U.S. to get a better education. So that was something he said he didn't really like. Every every class, he felt like it was just a competition. Uh, yeah. When did you say, like, when you said he didn't, like, uh, school shootings wasn't really a problem back then? Yeah, the, the issues he said he faced weren't really, you know, as dangerous and... Yeah, yeah. That's high as an issue. For that, though, I think it was before that. Or when your dad went to I was just wondering because, mm-hmm. yeah, it was. It was a while after his high school. Yeah, I agree. What are some um things that your parents said they liked, or Francisco, in, in your term, the person you interviewed? It kind of makes me feel like I. I'm left out because, like, I didn't interview my parents. I know, but since since you you interviewed someone else, like, a different age level, we could really use that as a comparison. Yeah, I mean, they're, like, quite young because most parents these days, like, went to school, in, like, in the 20th century, while mine stayed still in the early 21st century, like, much earlier than we did. Um, But one thing about my interviewee was that he actually came from the philippines if i remember correctly um and not like he he had responsibilities just like everybody else but it was it must have been difficult because of the like just imagine coming from a different country just to hear like because i know i know my parents did like they came from Mexico and they came here to the United States, which is actually very tough. Um, I can't imagine the responsibilities of extracurricular activities, schools, work, um, even though part-time jobs are kind of common now. Um, and like, there's just so much to balance and especially homework. Homework is an ideal part of school that you need to do to pass kind of so that will be a time like consumer it's just kills you, you know? how old was the person you interviewed like how old are they right now yeah like how old were they 
uh, around the same age we all are. Is he in high school? Uh, yeah, but they're no. Right now they're in. Um, right now they're like in their twenties, I think. Okay, so it wasn't like I thought they were still in high school. Oh no. Yeah. Well, circling back to the um, the differences that we noticed between our own high school experiences and that of the ones that we interviewed, um, one thing my mom told me was that there was way less technology being used in school when she was in high school. Like she didn't, she actually told me that she didn't use a real computer until she got into college. And she commented on how like the integration of technology into education has really opened up a world of information for students and kind of enriched the learning experience a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My dad actually talked about that. Because he, I don't, I don't, I forgot how we, it wasn't during the podcast, but it was, I was doing some research for some class and he said like when he was a kid and he needed to do research for like college essays, he would have to go to a library and like use these like note cards to find the section and then the certain book, like all of that would take six hours on itself and then you still gotta use the book to help whatever you're researching on. So yeah, like technology has made everything a lot easier because I could not imagine going into a library for like 10 hours trying to find a book. I mean, like not only does it help in learning, it kind of also helps in cost now because with the new integration of technology now, like before um, you brought up college, like the college textbooks before you actually had to pay for them or like you have to buy either new ones or used ones, which is recommended you buy used ones. But now there's some people who actually are willing to help for free to give courses or to give books or something because college expenses have risen a lot in the past few years, like tremendously. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything else to comment on the question. So I'm going to just move on to the next one. So how do you think the relationship between teachers and students have changed over the year? So I guess I'll start with you. I asked this question to him, and he said it's definitely gotten, I mean, he said there wasn't too much particular change, but that might have been just his experience because he taught at the school he went to. So he didn't see a lot of diversity in the area. So, yeah, I guess the one thing he said is students have become a lot more, they've been given more information and I'm trying to, more, I guess, harder classes at a younger age. And that's caused a lot of students to have, like, stressful relationships with teachers. Whereas teachers in the past, they... They wouldn't have to contribute as much. They would simply like point out a page in a textbook and then the students would work on that. But now there's a lot more interactive learning because of the harder material. But that was, I think that was just a special case. Um, With my dad's interview, I asked him the same question and he said that the relationship between um, his peers 
and him and his teacher, it was it was a pretty weak relationship because, like, in his village, technically, they they look at teachers as such such high. They have a lot of authority, and it is very hard for them to like just go up to the teachers and talk to them. All they they went to school, and their teacher just assigned them something to do. If it was you know math or English, and they were expected to complete that task. If they had any issues, they would have to go home and solve them that themselves. They can't really go and ask the teacher. So I would I would really say the the communication wasn't really there, and the relationship was not that strong. Yeah, yeah, that's that's been a big change. Is like being able to ask a teacher, or like just simply emailing a teacher about a problem has really changed it. Yeah. Francisco, um, the the person you interviewed was a technical international student as well. Do they have the same issues with communication between their teachers? So first of all. They were not international. They, I think, they moved here when they were young. I don't remember quite exactly. Um, and also, my interviewee um went to a private school, so those are a bit more different. You know, public schools and private schools are are treated differently by teachers. Teachers actually have to be kind of nicer in private schools, so. The amount of respect that they have in in their school is different from what we experience, you know. Okay, so the the high school they went to was it in the U.S. or was it in the Philippines? In the U.S. Here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I've got better understanding now. But I don't, I don't remember if they said they moved from the Philippines or that they're Filipino. But okay, so. So, but one thing that they told me was that, like, the way that they described the the teachers during his time was similar to actually teachers, kind of, that like that we know of. You know, um, they weren't exactly like the best best teachers. Yeah, I I I can understand that because I feel like because college can be hard to get into. Like teachers are. Basically, like if you're gonna go into teaching, you might as well enjoy it. Or at person cases, so teachers have become just like better at doing that. My mother, when I interviewed her, she said that she wished she had a stronger relationship with her teachers. That they like they liked her because she had good grades, but she wishes she'd had the chance to kind of cultivate more personal relationships with them. So, like I was saying. Um, Teachers during his time were uh, sorry for interruption. I had I had some um, teachers during his time actually were treating students not good, like not the best best, but also not bad. They were they're actually good teachers, you know. Teachers they could possibly have some type of relationship, good relationship with them. Um, it wasn't like like those uh. Like, you know, those rude teachers, those cranky teachers that you'd be hearing about, like, in movies or stuff. Yeah, I will admit there they, they could have been at some time, but I don't remember him telling me any of that. My dad said that the school system on the academic side has improved. However, on the social side, it has 
gotten worse. He believes that their respect for teachers over time has as well went down. He feels that a lot of teachers are getting disrespected nowadays and students really don't look at them and give them the respect they deserve. How about y'all? So, yes, that would be true in many schools, actually, in the U.S. Um, However, like our school, I really, like the teachers in our school are actually the complete opposite of that. Like almost all of them are just very passionate, very nice, and very lenient, actually, with the students, especially now these days because of this pandemic, COVID-19. We are actually being, they're actually being a little more lenient on this, which is a good thing. Um, I personally kind of feel better, but like on that part, on the on the on that side, I feel better. Do you, However, do you think? I'll oh, keep going. Sorry about that. Keep going. No, go ahead. Ask. Do you think that energy is different from other schools because of the like the size? Like, if you compare how teachers, teachers and and students are like, well, the relationship at energy compared to other students like at Yates or Madison, do you, do you still think that teachers are respected at larger schools like that? I understand that energy is, is a magnet school, so I think they don't tolerate that. But do you think other schools tolerate that as well? Okay, so it actually kind of depends on the school. Like the schools you mentioned, Madison and Yates, those aren't really recognized for having a good reputation. Like the students, um, that that now comes down to the student and their life. Like you know, how students grow up during that time, which leads them to how they behave at school, because it not only deals with academics that isn't their whole life during the teenage years, like around four, age 14 and 19 or 18. It, it's mostly also deals with how they spend their time outside of school. Say if they're really involved in a sport like basketball or soccer or baseball or something or swimming, or if they have a job, like, you know, because there's people these days that need the extra money to help support their family and then there's other things like clubs or something um though clubs uh, yeah they're quite important i mean above academics and jobs and extracurricular activities not as important as those but they are still quite important uh yeah well basically i i think for any like i think we're a pretty small school and for schools that have like 3,000 kids, I don't think they look for, I don't want to say they don't look for good teachers, but they they also look for durable teachers because I bet that can be a pain, especially with, I mean, I don't even, there's probably 100 teachers at a school that size, so it's hard to keep up with all these teachers, but still, I think for our school, it's just easier because it's anytime you have a smaller community especially in a school, like a smaller community of people, it's easier to get better quality people. 
学的时候 ，How about the the curriculum that's taught, like compared to um, well, energy compared to another school? Did did your parents um talk about the the curriculums they learned compared to well what we're learning now? Well, I know just from like experience, our school is a lot more interactive learning, even though there's still like there's still not exactly textbook. Like reading and the worksheets you just do in class, but I think for them it was it was just a lot more it's just a lot more repetitive repetitiveness. Not a word. It's just repeating and repeating stuff for memorization. In our case, it's doing interactive stuff with information so that I learn better. So it's just two different ways of learning, but. I don't think I think they. I don't know. I'm on a tangent, but overall, I just think our school is definitely different from what other schools are. From the schools our parents went to, just because it's more interactive. I also、uh, think that、um, our schools or the schools today kind of have more. Unique and specialized classes compared to what was in the past. Like in the past, I've heard from my parents that it was that they pretty much just had the basic core classes. But here at Energy and like in the modern day, we have things like robotics and computer science and digital design, and those are the kind of things that my parents have told me that they would have loved to have at, at, in high school, but they never got the chance to do. Uh, to to piggyback off what、um, Noah was saying, yeah, I I really do think we, since we have more technology now, we are well, we have more access to resources that they didn't have. I understand, like in their days, most likely they were going off of textbooks, and everything was probably repetitive. You're right, but now we have. They expect us to know more now because we actually have resources to go go out and search for, you know. Yeah.、Um, do y'all think that the reason schools keep getting more competitive is? You know, I'm trying to splash that right now. Give me a sec. Like, okay. How about how about look at this side? What do y'all think is the most、um, like the most effective? Like situation for a student these days, like I wouldn't say elementary school because you know they're young, they're barely learning. Kind of like at the end of middle school and high and all of high school and college, is it really the academics that is affecting students, or is it other outside non-academic stuff? Because. Like, like I said before, there there's other responsibilities besides school, and now that we are youth, we actually have to learn to do real stuff, like real world problems, like say taxes that schools don't actually help us with, because I I don't even know how to file taxes yet, um, and other government, like. Government issues that we need to deal with, or I'm I honestly don't know how to how to vote. Like I've never voted. I'm not even the age to vote yet. But honestly, I know I would feel nervous if I did that. Like just anything in general, how to 
find a job, how to apply a job. Probably some colleges help with that, but what is it really that affects students? Um, I definitely think like their home life because everybody can be born into a different situation. Like you can be born into a lower class, like I want to say, I'm just like a lower class neighborhood, or you can be be put in middle class or higher. But I I honestly believe that even for the ones that are like put in those bad situations, sometimes they're the ones that um, become the most hardworking and become the the most. I don't want to say efficient, but the they learn early in the life early in their life that they have to work hard for what they want but in a lot of times that doesn't happen especially in education like a lot of kids have been dropping out i think the dropout rates are a lot higher from what it was like 20 years ago so yeah i think it's a lot of out of school situations and stuff like that that affects them because if you don't have a lot of free time it's hard to push for extracurricular like doing the extra work to you know get recognized by colleges and stuff um i believe that it's the challenges um the student goes through um from the information i received from my dad and comparing it to mine i would say it's the the issues you face it could be uh, academic issues or it could be a financial issue like if there if there's not enough money for new clothes, you know you're always worried about that. There's not money to pay the rent. You're worried about that. You're there's bigger bigger issues than to worry about school. You know you could be very smart, but you have other things going on in the background which you have to play a part of because you have no other way of you know living. Yeah. Um, I think another part of that is kind of the school system not benefiting some of the people who are in those like tough situations and especially for public schools, that's kind of a problem. But yeah, I, I think it's when people have more important things to do than school, it's really hard to put in the extra effort or put in more effort than what other kids had to do. As well, the, the school system nowadays, it, it does give you a lot of other like chances. There's like cr- credit recovery, summer school. I wouldn't say they just give up on you, you know? Yeah, I was just saying like for the student, like let's say there was a student who had to like take care of his grandma and his family at home. So he can't put as much time and work as this other student. And if he wanted to just do the same amount of work as the other student it would take a lot more effort that's all i was saying i wasn't saying like it's impossible for someone to do it with a hard situation i want to ask everybody's opinion on this but if y'all were to live on any time like back like if y'all were to be able to live and experience see the world and everything from your parents' perspective, like live that life instead of today. Which one would you pick? 
live back then or live now in today's world? I would pick to live now because I think that as much as much as as much as things have been kind of bad, like with school shootings and that kind of thing, I do think that things have improved over the years and that there are more opportunities for people regarding their education. I agree. I think now is better than what it was a couple of years ago, just because school has become more openly accepting to everybody. Yeah. I wouldn't really know how to answer this question. Um, it has its pros and cons. If we have, my parents had more freedom. That's how I look at it. But right now, as Leo is saying, we do have more opportunities compared to them. So I would, it's pretty hard, but for the opportunities, I would say now. Yeah, I also, I think, I think my dad mentioned, like, for lunch and stuff, when they had breaks from school or, like, free periods, they could literally leave the school, or at least for his school, which is, like, crazy to think about. If you did that, you would probably get in some sort of trouble, but just, like, all that freedom to have to go. Nah, I would, I would definitely, actually, hmm. Um, to close to close those off, I have one more question. Yeah. What, um, what were the responsibilities the parents said they had during high school? My mom had um, pretty much the same responsibilities that people had children have today. Like she just had to do chores and her schoolwork. Pretty much, she didn't have any especially like um, impressive or really pressuring responsibilities uh my my dad did not other than like having a job and having to work to get a car he didn't have any like outlying responsibilities that really affected him but yeah uh my interviewee wait uh, my, should i should i say my interview or my parents kind of hard you don't have your parents. It's because we interviewed our parents. That's true. Um, my interviewee, he had like the basic, you know, responsibilities. You know, a job. Like, every, like uh, I don't remember if he played any sports, but I know like he had job. He had homework. He had taking care of siblings and you know the basic responsibilities of. That has been common throughout these years. Um, my dad said in the beginning of high school he didn't really have m- many responsibilities. However, in the end of high school, like around his senior year, maybe end of junior year, he had to start buckling up. He he picked up a job to save up some money, and he had to get his like paperwork to come to the U.S. finalized. So. He said he did have a lot on his plate during high school, but only in the end. You said your dad lived in Kenya, right? Yes, Nairobi, Kenya. When 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 was he living in Kenya? Uh, he was born in Kenya. Oh, I mean, I meant to ask, how old was he when he left? How old was he when he left? He left yeah. around 19. Wow, so 
he have to learn English when he was nineteen? Because I probably no. Um, they they taught him English while he was in school. He also went to a boarding school. Oh, okay, uh, that's what I was wondering. Mm-hmm. Did anyone else want to talk more about whether they think things have improved or gotten worse about the school system? Yeah, I guess I'll talk about. It. Um, I think that overall the school system, it it works, but it's definitely not the greatest because other countries have the same problems that we have. Like they still have um, they still in some countries there's still uh there's still racism in some schools. There's still I'm trying to think of problems that shouldn't be that hard. But yeah, they they have the same problems and the same situation we have, but their education system just works a lot better, and a lot of their there's definitely less unemployment and less uh, dropouts. So I guess the just from the school system academically, I think that as it keeps getting older, it seems more and more outdated, but really all I thank you to, <laughs> thank you ladies and gentlemen that's our podcast over the high school experience have a great day